0: Hey everyone, welcome to What Works For You. The following episode is an interview with Nate Slegger, who runs a coaching company named Even Better, that teaches managers how to coach themselves. This was an exciting conversation where we talked about self-coaching, self-leadership, why reflection is an important tool most people miss out on, and the GEAR framework, which stands for Goals, Exploration, Action, and Reflection. Something you really want to keep an eye out for is the concept of reflection and review throughout this interview. Towards the end, we talked about how students can approach self-coaching to improve their lives. This is part two of the conversation. Enjoy. And uh, throughout your guide, I noticed that... uh at the end of every phase, right? After goals, exploration, action, and reflection, you have questions printed there uh, that are almost sort of journaling prompts. Yeah. So that I really like that because I think um, if if you look at self-help in general, it can often feel abstract in a way that it's hard to implement. Mm-hmm. And when it when you're you're given questions to answer or you know things to journal about. It makes that process uh, really easy. This is something I've noticed for myself, and I just think that for all of your questions, like, is it something that you connected back to your uh, introspection where you answer questions within yourself, and then that's why you thought, uh, you know, this would be good to go in the guide. Yeah, um,
1: I mean, it's you know, it's the power the power of a question, right? Um, our brain our brains love questions. Um, Mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to stop thinking about a question once you've been asked it until you find the answer, right. It's, it's, um, just a part of it's just a a nature of, of who we are as humans. We just, we want to answer questions. And so, yes, like, absolutely. To go back to like, you know, all the way back for me, like realizing that having questions to kind of chew on and questions to find answers for, um, is, is a huge part of the process. And, and even in coaching, right. When I'm working one-on-one with somebody, you know, on the phone, we're talking about, you know, the problems they've encountered as a manager um, or where they want to go. Like the basically the only thing that comes out of me as a coach is a question, right? Like, it's just, I'll, I don't, I don't have anything of value to give that person. Like I'm not there to, to teach them, to train them, to mentor them. I am there to help them, go in the direction they want to go. And I don't even need to know all of the details of where they want to go, but, um, I just kind of facilitate and direct their thinking. So, um, yes, that all played into like, why I, I use so many questions in, in, in the guide, why, you know, off, you know, when I'm posting a blog, it often ends with like, Hey, let's, let's reflect, let's have some questions to put this into practice now, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the podcast that we do oftentimes like, Hey, let's have some action steps at the end. Like, how are you going to use the information you just learned essentially? Right. So um, super, super important, like questions. I love them. Coaches love them. Right. And embracing them is a huge part of, of the coaching process, part of the self-coaching process, part of, you know, personal growth and development.
0: I love that, you know, um, everything you just said about questions, the power of a question. And I think I was going through your website. I also saw that I'm not sure if this is up to date. Feel free to fact check here that uh, whenever you're meeting with your clients, you make them fill out a form before and after the meeting. Is that right? (laughs) Yes. I mean, I used to, I used to, so I found like that would help kind of
1: prepare. It, It was almost like, what we were just talking about with, with the whole, you know, goal, exploration, action, reflection. Mm -hmm. I was like, if I could help prepare their mind for what they wanted out of the conversation, it became like a, the coaching session became a minuscule example, you know, of that whole process. So let's tell me where you want to go. Not necessarily even for me as a coach, but so that the client would come with that already kind of thought about, they've already got some answers around like, what are, what am I getting, what do I want to get out of this coaching session? So um, super important. Yeah. And then just that, that piece after same thing. Yeah. Just kind of, like I said, there's a little microcosm of that same whole process that's, that's um, unfolding
0: in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, this is something that I read in your guide. And I think you've covered that pretty well for, um, the coaching process in general, where you mentioned that reflection is something most people skip out on. So, which I think uh, (laughs) my question is, how do you um, get around to building that habit of reflecting? Because, you know, uh, again, like you rightly mentioned in the guide, that it's so easy that once, you know, you're done with the process, you just want to move on without Mm -hmm. uh, closing it the right way. So how do you build that habit of reflection?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I don't, I'm not, I don't, if you want to, you know, we can get into like habits specifically and what, you know, what we've learned there. But I think honestly, it's, it's having a lot of times for my clients, you know, managers specifically for myself, it almost, um, important things start and end with what's on the calendar. You know, what's in your schedule? What is, Mm -hmm. what did you plan for the day, for the week, for the month? And so, you know, to quickly answer your question, put it on the calendar. Like you have to have, and it's, it could be, it's the meeting with yourself. It's a reflection time, your self-coaching, whatever you want to call it. My journaling time. Um, It's having at least one time a week where you're alone and you're in that, in that space, you make space for that, um, for that reflection on where, how you're doing in the process and getting closer to where you want to go yeah
0: right right that's awesome i think yeah uh, one once a week sounds like i think it's a good frequency especially for big beginners to start with
1: yeah i think so i think it's a good it absolutely is you know i and it it can merge and shift and morph into something else um mm-hmm. for me it was uh an opportunity to kind of go back through my my meetings that i had for the week you know um and think about the people on on my team Mm -hmm. specifically as individuals and um what i was doing to to help them move forward um and you know other other areas of life there's you know coaches that like to use like a wheel the kind of balance wheel of life and like have you know a client just regularly go down sort of the the different areas of their life and give themselves a rating for the week you know how am I doing in my family relationships? One to 10. Uh, this week I'd say about a seven. All right. What could I do to move that forward for next week? You know? Um, and it, so again, like I said, the kind of inputs are endless of what that session looks like, but finding some kind of framework and seeing where it takes you, you know, and having a set time to make it happen. You know, And I think either at the beginning or at the end of the week, is mm-hmm. probably ideal for that. So you have that kind of punctuation in the flow of, of life.
0: Right. Totally. Something that I wanted to ask you was um, your the self coaching thing is built around helping managers, right? So yes. Why is that niche down to managers? Again, I'm just curious to yeah. get to know your your perspective on this. Why managers? Like
1: you. That's a great question. I think like for me um, personally. That was the realm that self-coaching benefited me most. I felt, and it made a lot of sense to me because managers. Um, I mean, it. I mean, it, research shows like managers are the the most likely people in the company. It's the middle managers the most likely ones to have mental mental health issues, to you know have diagnosed anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. those kinds of things. Um, and I think, you know, I, and I, I, for me, I think that, you know, that might've been a a future for me as a manager, because I, you, you can be so torn between the two different worlds of like wanting to, um, you know, for, for most, right. They want to help their team, but they also want to be successful. They want to, you know, get the results that their leaders have told them, like, this is what makes you sick would make you successful these are the results we want so it's about kind of like a lot of times trying to keep those two groups of people like the leadership maybe above right as well as the team that reports to the manager trying to keep mm-hmm. everybody happy i think is the source of a lot of that anxiety and um you know, even just mental instability for managers. Like I, And I think that they can be very overworked. They can have a hard time balancing life and work because of that. Um, and they're also not the members of, of the company that often get invested in. So I see like, you know, the executives, the leaders are like, oh, they have coaches, they have people helping them. They have outings, they have, you know, what they need to, to continue to grow. And then, you know, the managers ask, like, make sure your team keeps growing, make sure that you're giving them the support and the guidance that they need in order for them to move up, you know, the ranks and the managers, just kind of like, Nope, nobody's trying to help me. Um, And so for me, I was like, I wanted to, to give that, to provide that to other managers, because I had found, like I said, so much benefit for me. Mm-hmm. in um utilizing the techniques and the processes that i learned um, in becoming a coach kind of like like i said reflecting them back on myself um i found that it really really um helped me as a manager
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. i think uh, that, that's something that i most of us wouldn't have considered especially uh for i believe the listeners of this podcast like Almost all of them are in a younger age bracket. So that's actually a pretty nice insight to be prepared for just, you know. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm you, you still manage a team, right? Like.
1: Yep. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah, that's what I do kind of on a daily basis. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so what does your self-coaching schedule look like? Like when do you meet with yourself, um, how does does that growth and progress look like? Yeah. So, so right now it's a Saturday morning kind of project
1: Mm -hmm. for me. Um, I have, um, my, and I know we've talked about this before, but my morning routine tends to be, um, the most important for me, you know, Mm -hmm. um, if I'm going to get something done for myself, it's going to be in the morning. So, um, and like I said, I find like to have that kind of reflection or that, self coaching time um at the end of the week for me works because then i'm i'm reflecting back on the week specifically um so it's saturday morning i spend just 30 minutes and i find like man that can feel like an eternity when you're just <laughs> when you're just focused on like the specifics of just this mm-hmm. week you know and i for me i'm keying in on the times in the week and i go back through my calendar kind of as the mm-hmm. framework right now um of the meetings I had, you know, what happened these days, and I'm really interested in the times when I was uncomfortable. I mm-hmm. was maybe, you know, you might say, like, unhappy, or I was frustrated, or I, you know, I felt regret, maybe I didn't handle something the way that I wanted to. Um, you know, I think, for me, and and having gone through this process so many times individually, like, it's I don't mind doing that. I know for some it might be a little bit intense to like, where did I screw up this week? What did I mess yeah. up? Let me think about it, right? Um, and so we talk about the wins first for the hey, what went well? But for me, I'm just like, let's just dig into it. Like I, I'm okay. I'm okay with self compassion, right? Um, but I want to know like, let's where can I make improvements? What did what did this week tell me? What happened this week that showed me that I need to make some make some changes? Um, and more than anything, I'm thinking about those times, you know, when I felt like I wasn't in the right place, I mm-hmm. was uncomfortable, you know, I think the people around me wouldn't probably hopefully even know it wasn't like a catastrophic failure happened or anything. it was just like, "What? that was interesting that I was uncomfortable with that. Why was I uncomfortable? Like, what was going on for me there? And what, again, what might I do? in the future when I'm in that situation to, to do better, to feel better, to show up better. um, Those are the kinds of things that happen in my self-coaching sessions.
0: (laughs) So, Can you give us an example of something, maybe um, you learned about yourself or something uh, that happened once you changed, uh, you you reflected, first of all, then you changed uh, the way you would approach it the next time. And then it did work out in the end. Is there maybe an
1: example? Yeah, um, I mean, probably like one of the most glaring things for me, like over the course of being a manager um, that I've had to work on is my communication with um, my leaders, the the Mm -hmm. ones that I report to. Um, And it has, you know, there's a lot to unravel. It has to do with how I would take feedback, like how I perceived feedback that wasn't necessarily the reality. Um, but I had to learn how to get through a tough conversation with them. Um, and so that became a topic that I spent a lot of time coaching on coaching myself on. And, um, you know, I, I have over the years gotten good at having tough conversations, you know, with the people on my team, like that's, that's okay. Like that happens. And, but I had a a really tough time when it was the other way around. Right. Which is Mm -hmm interesting. So, um, that was something that I had to work, 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 work on. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it came, it came down to, um, what, what would it look like if I was showing up as the person that I really want to be, you know, Mm -hmm. how would I be acting? What would I say? What would I do? And it came down to like, just having honest conversations about like, Hey, here's the way I'm interpreting the feedback. Here's why I'm struggling with our conversation right now. Or, saying like, if this happens that I start to feel really uncomfortable in it, you know, in one of those meetings that I will ahead of time, you know, let my, let the person know, like, I might have to take a break, like, and just saying, like, I got to take a break right now. I just, Mm -hmm. I'll come back. I just need to take a break. Like, just go breathe, go, go outside for a second. Like if it got to where, again, it's not like, a heated situation or anything, but for me, I was just like, I'm not, I'm not comfortable with this feedback right now. Um, so kind of finding different ways to different tactics to, um, f- help myself to feel more comfortable in those situations. But a lot of it was like, you know, before that meeting, what do I need to do to prepare myself to show up the way that I want to next time? Cause I, I don't, I don't like the way that went. That wasn't the real me in that meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me, let me do something different next time and see how it works. And then again, reflect back how, how was that was my focus this week was that one meeting? How did it go? Did it go better? Did it go worse? Did what I tried help? Um, so, you know, that was one example. I, and I think now, like, again, this is like, uh, years that we've worked mm-hmm. together and, um, the, yeah, like it's, it's night and day difference. And it's not about, um, for me, it hasn't been about as much as what other people have done to change, even though, you know, I've tried to be honest and clear about that, but it's been more about me and the changes that I've made for myself or for myself. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's one example. I mean, every man, I have examples every week. We could go for hours on that.
0: <laughs> but I, mean, I think the one you brought up is pretty fascinating in a way is that having uncomfortable conversations is something everybody struggles with, I think. Yeah. And taking out some time every week to reflect on situations that made you uncomfortable or conversations and trying to figure out how do you want to show up next time? And how do you want to respond to it is actually a great way of, uh, you know, making that whole thing better. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, like, it does take some courage right because mm-hmm. a lot of times we're like man i'm i got through it my goodness like i don't want to ever think about that again i i didn't show up the way i wanted there i did a terrible job you know whatever like i don't even want to think about it but it takes a, you know some courage to say like okay that was interesting what was going on mm-hmm. there how, how can i what can i do to make sure that doesn't happen again right
0: <laughs> right so yeah and something uh, that i wanted to ask you for like last couple of questions uh, the name of the podcast you host is Begin Within. Yeah, and since since reflection has been a major theme for uh, this episode, is is that why you named it Begin Within?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, quite honestly, like that. Um, you know, my the the company that I work for is is in. We you know we're a fitness company, so we're helping mm-hmm. people. To, to live healthier lives, you know, through primarily through exercise and incorporating that habit into their life. Um, and we have over the years found that that helps people so much is when we kind of start with, we call it like, start with the inside first and then work on Mm -hmm. the outside. So, um, even just having like really good connecting conversations with, with our clients where we help them, you know, think about their motivation and their aspirations, um, you know, clarifying those things. And that, again, that connects back to kind of what we talked about before, but that's been a focus that we've had for a long time. So, um, yeah, to help continue to educate our, you know, our clients and our members, we, we have the podcast to try to shed light on those areas outside of just exercising that really would help them to focus on so um, and it's you know a relationship with yourself your relationship with other people um, and then some of those you know more physical um, internal things like how am I eating am I hydrated how am I you know what's my my rest and my sleeping like Um, because they all play a role right in helping them get the the outcomes that they came to us for so Mm -hmm. um, absolutely like we've we have, uh, that's been part of our process. And then Begin Within was um, was where that, you know, that, that's where the Begin Within name came from. Absolutely, yeah.
0: That's great. If you've ever uh, listened to any of Tim Ferriss' episodes from his podcast, he does this thing where he'll ask like a, a, a final two or three questions, which are like super quick. Oh, okay. If you had to give some advice to your 20-year-old self, or maybe 18 year old self, if you'd like, what would that advice be? Like, what is it that you've learned now that you think your younger self would benefit from? <laughs> um, yeah. I, so I, I mean, I've thought of that question before.
1: My answer is, and this might be a tangent, but my answer is this love is intentional. Interesting. Wow. That's what I would tell my younger self. Yeah.
0: I'd love to go deeper into that, but maybe for another time. There might be another episode, man. Yeah. (laughs) And um, my final question to you, Nate, is that um, for the listeners of this episode, uh, a lot of them are students. So is there any sort of self-coaching advice uh, that you want to give specifically um, concerning students who might just be entering the corporate world, Oh, man, maybe about to become managers soon in the next. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and I think
1: the message that I have, you know, kind of boiled everything down to for me, especially with managers, and I think it applies to students, because um, it can feel like there's a lot of people that have a lot of influence over how your life is going to turn out when Mm -hmm. you're a student. And the same as a manager, right? Like that's, that's part of the challenge is like all these, all these other people are influencing how things turn out for me.
0: Right.
1: Um, the message is you cannot control other people. It may be that they influence your life, but you cannot control them. So don't waste your time, your energy, your emotion, trying to do it. Focus on controlling yourself. That's the, that's the only person you can control.
0: Wow, that's right. That's perfect, actually. Thank you so much for doing this, Nate. I appreciate your time. Great cool. to see you again. You too. Thanks very so right. much. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to stay tuned for future episodes, feel free to subscribe. I'd love to hear your feedback so you can go on to anchor.fm slash whatworksforyou and send me a voice message. Until next time.